I just took this right out of the love code. So this is probably the last week I'll, I'll talk about it, but here's what, I, here's what you'll see is every scripture, I think every lesson I do will have a relation to this because I think this is the answer. It's everything's about the heart. And Jesus said that, what can we liken the kingdom to? He used the heart as an example, right? And so here's what I think is sometimes um, uh, there's a zillion health, self-help books out right now about success, health, every, is there not? And every, they're all trying to get at the root issue. The root issue is your, is your heart. Like, what do you believe about yourself? And um, I believe that is the answer. But that's why I was so excited when I read these books. Because uh, uh, I just believe that. I said, if we, can, if we can get to the root of something that we've, and it really is this. As Joseph Prince says it this way. He says, listen, if there's any worry, if there's anything going on in your life that is not of salvation, where, hey, this isn't how man's supposed to live, it's just a wrong part of the gospel we've believed in our heart somewhere. Now, the challenge is a lot of you don't know, even know what it is. So that's where we need the Holy Spirit to critique, you know, that scripture where it says it divides asunder that we talked about last Sunday and is a, a, is a discerner and critiquer of the heart. Our, I, I believe this. Is, I always used to read it like this. says, oh, God, he's going to critique me. And that's not what he's doing, because he's, he's good. He's loved perfectly. So here's what he's saying. There's no man, there's no animal that's laid bare. He goes, my good news about who you are will separate bone from marrow, soul and spirit, etc. And it'll divide asunder. That literally means it'll distribute to your soul, your spirit, and your physical body, anything it needs. And my spirit is a, is a discerner of the heart. So that if you go look that up, it means it's critical of. So he's not going, hey, I'm critical of you. Because that's not Jesus. He was never critical of, of, of the person who needed it, right? What he's saying is, I know exactly what you're going to need in your heart, so just ask me to heal that part of your heart, and I will do it, because I know what's going on in your heart. I'm a, I, I can discern exactly what you're thinking, etc. You might be saying one thing, and your, your head and your heart are conflicting. I think that's 99% of all of us, is we, we, we try to do these success formulas, all these things, and that's where that man said, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, right? So... Sometimes our believer doesn't believe anymore. It doesn't work anymore. And I think the more you're in religion, the harder it is to believe. It's like, God, I'm trying, Lord, because we're trying to put our belief on good and evil works. We're trying to be good enough, do good enough, read the Bible more, fast more, do all this stuff more. At the end of the day, you just, you can't. The thing you're trying to do to to achieve success and health is the actual thing that's starting to kill you because we're never good enough, right? It sounds good. That's why it says there's a way that that seems right unto a man, but in the end leads to death. So it has to be grace, 100%, in my opinion. You have to be out of innocence. You're, you're beloved, you're perfect, you're everything. And that's the end of the story. So if there's something going on in our life, which is really all the love code and the healing code get after, is ask the Holy Spirit to discern and critique what's going on in your heart and ask him to heal it. Isn't that simple? And all the scriptures say the same thing. You know, cast your care upon him because he cares for you. So if we have care or an anxious thought or a worry, what are we supposed to do with it? Take authority over it. That's what I was taught. <laughs> Something going on in my life. We started yelling at things, which really didn't give me any rest at all. We just started yelling at, if, if my wife and I were arguing, we started yelling at Jezebel, and then she's like, I'll show you Jezebel, and then, you know, <laughs> it got worse. So <laughs> I go, we're not taking authority over anything. We're stirring up the pot, in my opinion. So... Uh, as he's running around, they're, they're like, you're taking, you, and I get it. Uh, guys, listen, I, I've read all the books you've read, and I've, the authority of the, I, I get it all. I just don't think it works. I think it, God's grace, like I said, is the clock's right two times a day out of God's grace regardless. He goes, 
while you guys are running around taking authority, I'm just going to heal you. Are you okay with that? And I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to heal your heart. And, but it's never long, long lasting, in my opinion, because nothing's happened in the heart. So anyway, you guys know what I'm trying to say. It's all the same message. Hey, cast your care upon him because he cares for you, right? Hey, it's, be anxious for how many things? Nothing, but in everything. So that I, love, I love the assurance of Scripture. Then I get to a Bible study, and I'm totally unsure. Because they teach me all these, they, they add works to it. Well, you can't just be sure, you never know. Because you don't know, you know, this, you might have had this in your past, and all this kind of stuff. But he goes, be anxious for nothing, but in everything. Pray with thanksgiving, right? And then what happens? And the shalom of God, the peace of God, what does that even mean? He goes, listen, I will critique your heart. I'll know what's going on in your heart and your spirit. Let me handle it for you. You just rest. Instead of you worrying about this thing for the last 20 years and taking authority and screaming at the devil and doing ports above your house and whatever, all the, I'm just trying to cover every stream and deliverance thing you've been through. And uh, I love these people. I do. They're some of my best friends, honestly. I'm on like a lot of their email distribution lists and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, please. No wonder we're nuts, you know? It's the stuff that's coming out and like, it's about the heart, guys. It's everything's about what you believe in your heart. And so you start getting people unsure by the stuff you're teaching, where you gotta take authority over this and authority over that and yell at this and, and in his name and all this stuff. And in his name means, man, I'm married to him. I'm a joint heir. I'm willing to submit myself to him. Does that, does that make sense? So he's my, he's my husband and I'm willing to go, Lord, I thank you that you love me enough to marry me. Now I'm a joint heir. I trust you. Hallelujah. So it says, instead of worrying about it, hey, cast it to me, throw it to me, pray with thanksgiving, and the shalom of Jesus will do what? Guard your hearts and minds. It's all the same message, is it not? It's all the same message. Jesus was supposed to be a visual of, hey, if you ever get confused about what the Bible says, how did Jesus respond to the sinner? That's the message about your life. It has to, be, it has to line up with Jesus. And he was never mad at a sinner. He was the only guy he was mad at is people that put extra things for you to do on their life, which were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Follow me? And he got after them. He called them sons of the devil. Wait, why is it the son of the devil? Because they're trying to find life by being good and just add a little bit of work to it, evil. Do something. It's not good enough to just believe you're a son. And, that's, and most Christian teaching will teach you that's irresponsible. You got to do something. No, I got to believe something. And the belief will give me the will and the to do. I don't even have to produce my willpower. I don't even have to produce any. It produces in me. Amen? So that's it. Hallelujah. Isn't that a beautiful life? So anyway, let's go through this. So the key to success and health, it's right out of the Bible code, is, or the love code, is spiritual, not physical. What does that mean? It's something you believe in your heart, the spirit, right? Versus something you do external. Does that make sense to you guys? So religion is something you do external. Follow me? Uh, whether you ever come to church, whether you give ever a dime again, whether you ever pray again, whether you ever read your Bible again, are you still a son perfectly loved in Jesus' eyes? Yes. Perfect. You're complete in every way. So everything outside is religion. Follow me? Okay, so let's just go through this. I, I, all right. So I just wanted to, this is a great quote because I believe this 100%. Virtually every problem or lack of happiness and success comes from an inner, internal state of fear in some form, even physical problems. And every internal state of fear results from a deficit of love in relation to that particular issue. There's two trees to eat from. One is just perfect love, the innocence, Jesus. This is the, 
Jesus is the message about your life, and there's another tree that it's not Jesus isn't good enough, you got to do something too. That's good and evil. Doesn't that sound good, though? That sounds really good to our flesh, doesn't it? Hey, go do something. Yeah, I'm zealous for you, Lord. Right? I love you with all my heart. Shut up. No, you don't. None of you do. I don't. Right? No way. No way. Because I, I want to give people the number one sign on the interstate sometimes. It's, it's uh, I do. Follow me? And she's like, relax, honey. I'm relaxed. Got this. <laughs> Leave me alone. So I'm just trying to be honest, right? So anyway, she knows. I, I was at the... I, I was at the cellular store the other day. I'm like, these people. So I know that's an issue. I need to get a little healing code on. Does that make sense? Like, so my sister-in-law, Beth, knows because I just hate that kind of stuff. When they, we got to the very end and then they tried to throw all these extra fees. Let me tell you how we got there. No, no, no. There's no we involved in this. I didn't get there with you. You just came up at the end and said, this is how much you owe. I go, I wasn't in part of that. That's, that's how you got there. You got to make that go away if there's a we. I know I shouldn't do all that, but it's just something in me. I'm like, tell me the fees up front. Don't go at the end and go, let te- no, no, let me tell you here's how we got there. Just, we just, there's no we. Well, no, no, well. So we're going to escalate this to the manager right now. She knows that. She's like, I'll take the kids and leave because Mike's not going to leave until... <laughs> <laughs> Where's Beth? Sorry, Beth. So here's what they say. So here's what they say. <laughs> she goes, well, your sister-in-law paid this. Sorry, this is what I said. Well, then my sister-in-law was stupid to pay it. Is it because I'm not paying it. So you're just going to walk away from the deal? I haven't. Yes. If you don't make that go away, I'm walking away from the deal. Well, now all of a sudden they changed their tune. So anyway. And you know what? If they would have been up front and go, these are the fees, I would have said, no problem. But don't tell me at the end after I signed anything. No, we didn't tell you about this. You, there's, this. No, no. Sorry. Anyway, that's a deficit of love in that area somewhere. I know it is. So I'm just trying to be as honest as I can to you. Does that make sense? (laughs) Anyway, pray harder. No, I know. I know. Anyway, all right. I I just want to share. I'm trying to, I I love the book so much because it's it's science is just validating what what scripture means to me, what what it means. So our subconscious and unconscious attitudes are literally a million times stronger than our conscious mind. Another way to say that is the spirit is a million times more powerful than what you think you can accomplish externally. The challenge is a lot of us are pretty good externally. So we have willpower, et cetera, but it, it typically affects other areas of our life where we're angry. Um, so I guarantee you I'm doing something out of my willpower yet if I'm just irritated by the T-Mobile lady. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know. So I'm just trying to be honest. So I'm like, Lord, heal that part of my heart. That... Um, or, he, or he, I don't know, heal them so they don't have to like try hide it. Just tell me the fees. It's, I would have paid it if you would have told me. Don't, don't add this stuff at the end. Does that make sense? So, um, in other words, what you believe in your heart is a million times more powerful than your head and willpower. Now, that should be, amen, good news to you guys. Because a lot of you guys have been struggling with the same things. So, anywhere where there's a lack, whether it's lack of success, whether it's lack of health, um, uh, relationships that always get to a certain point and then they break down. Um, you can't maintain friendships. I'm, just, I'm not trying to be uh, judgmental of any of you because we all have issues. I, we all have variations of all those issues in our lives. What we're trying to get at is, Lord, I believe you love us enough that you'll heal our heart and our mind where it's stemming from. 
I, I just believe you love me enough. You'll critique, you're a discerner of the hearts and intents of my heart, and you'll fix whatever needs to be fixed in there. So I don't need to worry about me doing all these things, because scripture clearly says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, give it to him, right? And then the sh- because we're equals with Jesus, we have the peace of the shalom of Jesus, he'll, he'll fix us. I love that. That's, that's beautiful to me. So that's all we're trying to say is, is, I don't care what you do externally. Hey, set this goal. Do all these things. Do, do, hey, do this. Is, is, uh, uh, hey, if you eat this, don't eat that. If you pray this many times, if you read your Bible this much, don't read. If you pray in the Spirit this much, pray in the don't. And I think you hear my heart on all that. I don't care if you do any of that. Um, pray in the Spirit as much as you want because it, it clearly says, hey, pray in the Spirit, pray in my understanding. But I believe where I get edified in my spirit is I, when I know that something good's happening. I'm not doing it out of a, a work. If I'm doing it out of a work, it's a waste of time because it clearly says, unless you have, you can have the tongues of men and angels, but if you're, if you're not doing it out of, Lord, you just love me enough, I'm not going to worry about this, it profits you zero. Zero. Does that make sense? So all you did is you wasted your breath in an unknown tongue. So I would rather a guy operate out of love that never prays in spirit, because I, I think he's going to get better results. Now, do, do I want you to pray in the spirit? Yes, of course. You guys understand what I'm trying to say? But what if you take the guy who never prays in the spirit, but believes just God loves him and everything's going to be okay? Who, who do you think is going to get better results? I believe it's going to be that guy, not the guy praying in the spirit. Because I've seen people praying in the spirit forever. Yeah, it's edifying my doma. You better speed this program along because I've watched you do this for 20 years and your doma still isn't out of the ground. Does that make sense? It means your house. So follow me? I'm just trying to be honest because I'm like, I do all that. I do all these things with you, but sometimes at the end, if I don't have understanding, it really doesn't profit me much. Like, okay, why am I doing this again? Everybody else felt that ever? Okay, no, just do this and then this will be good. Okay, that doesn't help me much. Because it says, you know what, grace and peace is multiplied when I have a knowledge of Jesus, when I'm intimate with what Jesus and the Lord has done for me. Now grace and peace is multiplied in my life. So I'm just trying to show you what he's done for you. Does that help you? And he's done everything for you. He loves you perfectly. He, he, that's the number one thing we have to get. Despite you, it's going to be okay. He loves you. And you're sinless in his eyes. <sighs> that just gives me a rest. Follow me? All right, so let's keep going here. 3 John 2, these, I'm just showing you all the different messages of what that scripture or that book really talks about. 3 John 2, you probably all know it, don't you? Beloved, above all else, <clears throat> thou mayest prosper and be in health by how much authority you take over the devil. No, it's the authority of the believer. I, see, I think, I think that message without the understanding of love just puts people in inner turmoil. I really do. Like, I should have authority over this thing. And if I have now faith, I'm yelling at this thing, taking authority over it. How much rest do you really have? I think most people are doing it out of total fear, out of total doubt. They're screaming at stuff. And then the non-believer is going, wow, I really love your Jesus. That looks amazing. Maybe I can do that someday. Right? What a great message. Can I be a Christian? That will never happen. (laughs) In my mind, I would have looked at you and go, what are you doing? Is it working? Yes, it's working. I just see them angry. They're putting in themselves in this turmoil. I really believe that with all my heart. Now, do I believe he, there's, there's, uh, there's gifts of faith where all of a sudden he moves you to go do this and say this? Yes, all the time. That, that, but to me, that's a picture of our glorification. When we have our glorified body, we'll have, 
completeness. We'll have everything. We won't have just bits and pieces of it on earth. You guys understand what I'm trying to say there? Is when you have a gift of faith, you won't have to work up anything. It'll all just come to you and you go, I know what to say right now and do whatever right now to, to handle this. It's, but I, when people don't have it here and they're running around screaming at stuff, I would tell you, be anxious for nothing. Give it to Jesus and the shalom of Jesus will take care of it. Now just be patient. Add to your patience virtue. And that, you see, I, th- I even think we take that out of a work. What I, what I believe is what, what it's showing there. You guys know the scripture, right? Add to your faith. I don't know all of them in an order, but knowledge, virtue, love, etc. all, right? And then at the very end, it says, then, then patience will have its perfect work and you'll be complete lacking nothing. What he's tra- what he, this is how I read it, is uh, because we're not supposed to produce anything out of our effort. Are we clear on that? You cannot. It's got to be about what you believe here. He will produce the will and the to-do. So what we believe in our heart, what he, I believe what he's trying to show is, hey, in, when you believed in Jesus, these are all the other things that you can start expecting that he'll produce in you. Virtue, knowledge, love, all these things. So I'm like, Lord, I lack this, so I need you to produce it in me. I think it's that simple to be honest with him like that. And I, I believe that's what James and Paul are writing in there going, you know what, add, faith isn't just trying to get to heaven someday, guys. As you can ask him to add all these things to your life, and he will. Isn't that good? That's how I read it. So you can read it how, oh, I'm going to go produce this, and then I think you're going to get angry and tell the guy on the interstate you're number one, just like I do. So I just believe that. I believe, I believe everything has to be, Lord, you need to produce it in me. Amen? So, beloved, above all things, that I may us prosper and be in health. Isn't that what we're really after? We want stuff to work in our lives, and we want to be healthy, don't, really, don't we? Right? Isn't that true? So he tells us in, in the simplest of terms, how? By prospering your soul. It'll be equal or even, because if you're in a race and you're even, what does that mean? It's the same, right? So as you prosper your soul, what will happen? You're prospering in health and, and prosperity, success, really, all areas of your life. I'm not talking about just money or anything like that, guys. It's, uh, so now I just want to show you this because soul is Strong's 5590. It's suke. Um, it's the breath of life. And see, I think this is simple. We were dirt, right? This is dirt. It, when you die and your spirit leaves your body, what happens to It becomes dirt, doesn't it? It comes dirt again. <laughs> Yeah, literally, like you said, literally. So what is God saying? He goes, listen, anything physical cannot have life in it. I had to breathe my spirit and life into it. Okay? Now, there's two different spirits we can operate from, as I'll show you. So one is the tree of life, which is just him. Hey, I have my life from God and God alone. And you know what? He sees me perfect. He loves me perfectly. He protects me perfectly. He does everything for me perfectly, despite me. Oh, now I can rest. And then there's another one like, yeah, yeah. But it's based on your goodness and some work, too. That's, that's 99.99999% of messages I've ever heard. Hey, it's not enough to do. You must do this. And they get belligerent trying to teach you what you must do. I hope I don't do that. So, suke means the breath of life, or this is the, the vital force which animates the body. So, his, his breath, which was nothing but love and light, right? When he breathed into us, the first man, Adam, dirt, he goes, you're going to find your life based on your spirit. The dirt's just dirt. So don't try get life out of being doing something external because you're just dirt. 
It has to be something internal, your spirit. Now, the second definition is the soul, the seed of the feelings, desires, affections, aversions. Our soul, our heart. Isn't this pretty clear? It's all clear to me. It's, it's really interesting what Scripture is all about. So, hey, the kingdom of God, how should we liken it? It's like, it's like, it's like a field. Whatever you, your heart is like a field. Whatever you plant in there, whatever you feed on, that's what Jesus said. Listen, you don't find life by bread, external bread. You find it by every word that proceeds out of the life of God. What is every word that proceeds out of the life of God summed up in? Jesus. If you've seen Jesus, you've seen the message of God, the word of God about your life. You don't need to, to read the Bible to know that. Follow me? Do I have a problem with you reading the Bible? Of course not. But there's a lot of people that read the Bible a, a zillion times more than me that don't know anything in it. They can quote every scripture, right? But they don't know it's about Jesus. They, they have no idea what it even means. And I lived that way for a long time. I, I had no, there was an old one and a new one, and it's no problem, mix them all, it doesn't matter. Just take that scripture out of there and this one here. And, and then we'd, we'd actually read our Bible and go, that, I don't think that's what it means. <laughs> it doesn't look like that's what it's even saying. No, that's what it is, because he's the man of God, and don't question him. Who are you to question his authority? I'm like, you're right, I guess. It's, yeah, and so I had pastors tell me that they do this for a living, and they have spiritual rank on me. And I was going to show them what spiritual rank really looks like. Well, that's fine. When you're laying there with no teeth, we'll see who's got spiritual rank. So, <laughs> no, that was in me. I was like, listen, I'm not too far saved from being a rugby player drinking too much beer. I'll kill you right now. Just don't tell me stuff like that. <laughs> I, was, I was operating out of a lack of love in my heart in that area. I, I agree. But I'm like, nobody's going to tell me I have spiritual rank like you're better than me. And I think that's that fiery indignation of Jesus too. Like, you, you, come here once. So, she knows the whole story. Four pastors and me. <laughs> that was a mess. Anyway, uh, hey, how do we prosper and be in health? What you believe? What are you supposed to believe? That Jesus is the message about my life. Is Jesus perfect? Then you're perfect. If Jesus called on the Father for anything, what would happen? Isn't that what he said? When, you know, when, he, was, when he was there and he says, listen, don't you think I could call on legions of angels? You can't kill me. I have to lay my life down. So is that true about you too? Yes. You can call on legions of angels who are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who are heirs. I, I've, I've got something as a gift from my father of salvation. Are you an heir of salvation? Yes, then you can call on legions of angels and relax. That's the message of God about your life. That's what Jesus said. Listen, I can call on legions of angels. It's, it's so much easier than you yelling at them, in my opinion. Okay? I'm just trying to show you how simple it really is, where that's the rest of God. It's like, you know what? It's about what I believe in my heart, my soul, etc. Now, what I believe will animate. Animate, we've, we've covered this, but animate, what does it mean? What you believe in your heart, you'll experience externally. It'll come to life. It'll animate. Like you, I grew up not watching these, but she showed me all these claymation movies. I was like, what's claymation? I didn't even know what it was. Because uh, I'm from Iowa, and I don't know what that word is. <laughs> what's claymation? Like, what is that? You guys all know, right? It's Frosty the Snowman and all those guys. It's clay that they animated. You are clay that's been animated by something. That's what he's trying to say. You're dirt, and you, whatever you believe in your heart, though, something that's not physical will actually bring life. Does that make sense to you guys? It's not anything you do out here. It's what you believe in your heart. Okay, so let's keep going. There are two forces that animate, love and fear. Guess what? 
The tree of life, which is Jesus, that'll produce perfect love. The tree of knowledge of good and evil, which is the tree of mixture, will produce fear. So whatever we're worried about, anxious about, etc., that just means we haven't believed the gospel in that part of our lives. So what are we supposed to do about that? Starting from today, let's do this. Let's do what scripture tells us to do and give it to him and ask him to heal that part of our heart and spirit. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. Now, am I perfect at it? No, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to get there so I don't worry. Okay? So when we want something to change, you don't have to go to... Um, Oh, let me just, let's kill some more sacred cows. Um, I believe I have to because it, it hurts you guys. See, in all these different things, um, do they have good intentions? Every one of them, I believe that. Every one of them have good intentions. But uh, let's just take marriage. Love and respect. How it's taught, in my opinion, is out of your willpower again. Right? So, husbands, what are we supposed to do? Love your wives. So if there's a marriage problem going on with Barbara and I, if I went to traditional counseling, what are they going to tell me? Love your wife. More. It's not enough. That's right. Everything's not enough in the new covenant. Does that make sense? Or in the, in, on the, on the workspace covenant, you got to do something more. And hey, what are you supposed to do to me? Respect me. But then if you read the five love languages, you're supposed to iron my shirt. We cannot find life in that. Now, there's, there's seminars and everything else, and the marriage divorce rate, in, and I'm not, I don't care if you've been divorced 8 million times. I'm trying to go, hey, if you'd love to stay together, let's, let's not do that, because it's not working. Follow me? I have no judgment whether you've been married, divorced a zillion times. I, I don't, really, I don't. Um, I, so I don't want you to be condemned by that, but I want you to know is, hey, that will kill you. Hey, love your wife more. Man, if I knew how, I would. Respect your wife, or respect your husband. Then we get all this weird teaching. Well, you don't know his love language. I don't even know what that means. I still, even when I read the book, I'm like, what, what does that mean? Well, some people respond to love differently. No, it's, everything's external. Nothing's going to change unless it's in the heart. Now, guess what? Is when I know she likes certain things because I, when I'm feeling loved by the Father, then you know what? Then I can love my wife. And you know what? When she knows she's loved by the Father, then she can go, you know what? I just respect my husband. I would... Listen, I would rather have her, um, I, would, I would rather us have the Holy Spirit produce love in both of us than us trying to do it externally by me or her ironing my shirt. Because what if she didn't iron my shirt right? See how weird it gets in my opinion? It's all those people have good intentions, but at the end of the day, I, I've watched all these people go through all these conferences and what's the divorce rate? Same. Exact Same. So save your money. It's, it has to be here. Follow me? You guys know I'm not against any of that. You guys understand what I'm trying to say? Because we would have been the first ones to do it years ago. Like, we'll go here and drop, Lord, we'll do anything for you, thinking it's about us. So maybe this guy's got something, a little piece that we don't know, and then we'll run over here. And we took the whole family to Africa trying to find the secret. And then you get there and you go, that's not the secret. Well, maybe this guy's got it. Let's get anointing over here and let's do this and let's, let's follow him, what he's doing. And all of it was right in front of our nose. It's, hey, just ask the Holy Spirit to change your heart because all of the issues are out of the heart. And everything, you're either animated by love, he loves me perfectly, or you're animated by I must do something in order for him to love me, which will kill you. It brings death, all right? You guys all set? So you guys see what I wrote there. All religious teaching directly contradicts Colossians 2.8 where it says beware. In fact, um, 
If you go look even Colossians 2, the first few verses, it says, listen, let all you guys be knit together by the love of God in your heart. It even starts there. Hey, I want you to know that the, the love of God in your heart is what makes you all knit together. The love of God where? In your heart. Is it about your love for him? No, what it's saying, it says, let the love of God in your heart knit you all together. It's what you know in your heart that he loves you. Follow me? Has nothing to do with how much you love the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul, because nobody does except one man, that was Jesus Christ. Now what's true about Jesus is true about you. Hallelujah. So now I love the Lord with all my, now do I, the, the, the challenge is, do I still have flesh that doesn't agree with that? Yes, yes. I obviously don't love him with all my heart, mind, and soul because I've gotten angry at God. Oh, now I'm screwed. Because, right? Love the Lord. And we have worship singers. I love you, Lord, with all my heart, mind, and soul. I go, no, you don't. No, you don't. So we need to be overwhelmed by, Lord, I'm, I am clay. I'm nothing. I'm, and you, who am I that you respect me like this much? Wow, Lord, all I can do is go, you're amazing. Does that help you guys? That's the love of God. Let that love of God. So he goes, let, let that love of God in your heart. So it's him. You got to hear messages constantly that there's nothing wrong with you. He loves you perfectly. <sighs> In fact, one of my friends, Tommy Lloyd, he's probably watching this. He sent me out of the, the love code. He's like, that very first thing where it says, it's never your fault. He goes, wow. I could tell you had an aha moment there. I'm like, it's never your fault. It's some wrong belief system we got in our heart. God's not mad at you. Does that make sense? Ah, <sighs> it's never my fault. Thank you, Lord. That gives me rest. Now, truly, is it always our fault? <laughs> yes. Yes, but that's what he said. He goes, I've designed you with a way that whatever you believe in your heart is what it can animate. And you're going to be like Romans 7, like Paul. Martin, you and I were talking about this earlier. Like he was asking me about a certain group of people. I go, man, they all have good intentions. I don't trust any of them because they're under legalism. So I know they're going to do what they don't want to do. And what they do want to do, they're not going to do. Who will save me from this wretched man that I am? And we were just talking about Christian businessmen and stuff. I go, hey, anybody has to lead with that? Those are the guys I just run. I'm this. Oh, no. You're going to do what you don't want to do. The things you do want to do, you're not going to do. Why'd you tell me that? I, I respected you till now. Only do business with a Christian businessman. Those are the last guys I want to do business with, to be honest with you. Because I know they're not going to do what they want to do. Does that make sense to you guys? I'm not, am I, I, I am one. That's why I'm like, I don't run around going, hey, I'm a Christian. I want them to go, at the end of the day, go, you're a Christian? You're way cooler than, hallelujah. That's the gospel in me, in my opinion, where they go, you're, <laughs> this is the really shocker. You're a pastor? Don't tell anybody. Because <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to be labeled like that. Does that make sense? I go, I just want to be me. And I want to, we got drilled, remember that? She was like, you have to tell people you're a pastor. You have authority and all this stuff. I was talking with these old prophetic guys. And they were like, listen, this, I got drilled on this, didn't I? I said, if, if Paul was good enough to go, I, Paul, he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Last I checked, I haven't read, even read a book, written a book, much less the Bible. I go, if, if Paul was okay, I, Paul, then I can just go, hey, I'm Mike. You can't do that. You have spiritual authority. I was just like, you guys are just nuts. Sorry. Um, I can't deal with this. So anyway. All religious teaching directly contradicts this, in my opinion. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. What did the devil come with? Deceit, right? After the tradition of men, what's the tradition of men? 
hey, this is the day you need to go to church. This is when you can, what you can eat. This is what you can eat. This is what you can drink. You can't drink. Does that make sense? Right? That's the tradition of men. And so after the rudiments of the world, that eon, what are the rudiments of the world? Those are those old covenant rudiments. Hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. Pray on these days. Don't pray on this. Only walk this far on the Sabbath and do all this stuff. And, and, uh, right? Anybody's trying to do it, can't do it by default because they live in America and you wear mixed clothing. So you've, you violated the whole law. You murder, adulterer, you slap. How dare you? I'm an elder. No, you're a son of the devil. If you, if you, that's what it says. You're basing it based on your works. That you, you're going to find life based on, I must do something to be pleasing to God versus I am pleasing to God, whether I wear mixed underwear or not. That's how strict the law is, honestly. You can't even go do that. So that's a bad law, man. You can't eat seafood or anything. Thank God. All right. After the rumors of the world and not after what? What do you have to be aware of? Any teaching that says you have to do anything besides believe that Christ did it all for you. That's what he's saying here. Right? That's why I get, I get after because it's subtle, man. It's subtle. It, I, and if I do it, correct me. I, I, listen, it, that's fine. You can correct me because I'm, I'm human. So I'm sure I mix stuff every now and then, but I really desperately try not to mix it. I try to honestly go, I can't mix this thing. Does, does that make sense? It has to be straight Jesus or nothing. So uh, are you hyper grace? Sign sealed delivered, man. 100%. Hyper grace. So, after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So everything that's of the Father, the Spirit, and Christ, if you're in Christ, what do you have? The whole kit and caboodle. You got the Spirit, you got the Father, you got Christ, because in him is the message of God about your life. And ye are what in him? Complete, perfect is what it means, perfection in him. Isn't that good news to you guys? You're perfect in him. That's how you're supposed to find life from that Spirit. Hallelujah. So if you're perfect in God, and he's got the the universe in his hands. He's got all authority, all principles, all powers. I'll, I'll read that because people get all, every principle and power. So that means you yell at the devil. No, that's not even what that scripture means. But anyway, for in him dwell all the fullness of the Godhead bodily and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Principle are principles and power is the power, dunamis, etc. So if you have Christ, the end of the argument is what? Here's the principle. Every principle has to line up with Christ or it's the wrong principle. That's really what he's saying. And you get all power from being, believing you're in Christ, nothing else. Follow me? Do you need a man to get a touch from? No, it'll be short-lived if it is. You might get a touch. I, I see it all the time. I, you know, they, they get a touch and they fall down in the spirit, etc. but their life doesn't change. And I'm after your life changing, guys. I have no problem you running around doing all that stuff. I just don't think it, it really helps the non-believer much. When you're laughing uncontrollably and falling down at their feet and they're looking at, I just hung over, man. I did that last night. How's that going to help me? Tell me I'm okay. <laughs> Tell me, God, you mean God loves this wretched man that I am? Yeah, man. Is he, is he going to prosper you? Yes. He loves you the way you are. Can I ask him for, to heal me? Yes. Can I ask him to prosper me? It's the best way. Yes. No, I, but I've got all this stuff. So he's fed on the, the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which most of us have. Don't be beguiled, guys. You're completing Christ, nothing lacking. Every principle, every power has to end with him. Does that help you guys? 
So let's finish this up. All right. Love is the source of peace, joy, success, physical health, successful relationships. What is that? God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son to save you. He doesn't have any issue with you any, ever again. This is what we teach our youth all the time. As they go, Could, is God ever displeased with you? No. But most adults don't, can't answer that. Right? It's fun. It's fun for us because you do it occasionally all the time, right, with the youth, just to go, hey, I want to make sure they know they're okay. Because we, they get this teaching from the church too often, honestly, like, okay, you did this thing over here, which is a sin. Now God's not pleased with you. And they feel guilty. They don't tell, tell, dare tell their parents, etc. We come in with the message, go, you know what? You're complete in him, nothing lacking. He loves you perfectly. I don't care what you've done. And we think, the church thinks it's a license to sin. He goes, it's the antidote to sin. It's the antidote. Grace is the antidote. If I know I'm loved perfectly, I don't need to go find it in gangs. I don't need to find it in drugs, alcohol, all this stuff. If they dabble in it, you know what I tell them? You're perfectly loved in Jesus Christ. You've ne- he'll never change. That's how he, his message about you is Jesus. Amen? Does that make sense to you guys? All right. So here's the bottom line. If you constantly experience fear, worry, anger, lack, success, failed relationships, all the things that are death, really, it's not life. We don't find joy in any of those, do we? It, it's pretty simple. Well, how do I know if this is from God or not? Is there joy in it? Right? Is, there, is, it, is it perfect love? He goes, do everything in love and truth. Love just means I'm perfectly loved despite what I ever do or don't do. You guys have all heard this. You've heard it, but somehow we forget it. Unconditional love. What does un mean? There's no conditions on it. So no matter what you do, how's his love for you? Perfect. There's no conditions. That's what it means. Unconditional love. We get, Christians run around doing it, but they don't believe it. First time somebody sins, oh. You need to pray in the Spirit more. That's a condition. Does that make sense? You need to read your Bible more. No, that's a condition. That's a condition. He loves me whether I do it or not. Amen? Now, I'll get more results out of believing that than I'm going to set a goal to read this many chapters. I don't have any problem with you guys doing that. But know that it has to line up with Jesus. Does that make sense? The, the end of the story, if anything's confusing, is Jesus. So, hey, We've all had parts of this, right? We worry about stuff. We have fear. We have had relationships. We've had no success in different areas. I promise you it's something in our heart that we haven't believed correctly. Does that make sense? So let's get to the ru- where the rubber meets the road. Why don't you stand to your feet? Here's, this, is the, this is the sum total of this whole, both books, in my opinion. And I've said it a million ways. It's simply, um, hey, be anxious for nothing. If you ever get confused, it's Philippians 4. That's really, it's perfectly Philippians 4, in my opinion, where it says, you know what? Take no anxious thought for anything. So I would just ask, what do you fear the most today? You don't have to go confess your sins that you, that's silly. You don't have any. You should have no more consciousness of sin. Does that make sense? Now, do we sin? Yeah. You know how much weight you're supposed to put in that? Zero. Right? In fact, once purified, we should have no more consciousness of it. Amen. Hallelujah. Follow me? So... Anyway, oh, that's good news to me, because I've got some conscious about things I've done, and they like, wow, you still love me? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen? Does that make sense? So, ask the Father to heal your heart and mind. That's what he says. And then, then really, all that old book's talking about is simply this, is there's things in our lives, most of the times when we were kids, um, that happened to us that 
They call it cellular memories. It's really just your heart, in my opinion. It's your spiritual heart. It says, guard your heart with all diligence. If there's anything you're going to guard, it's not the demons over your house yelling at them. It's your heart. It's not you taking authority over that situation because you're not doing anything for your heart, which is where the situation stemmed from. Because if I believed the wrong thing, it animated. Follow me? Does that make sense to you guys? We're so fearfully and wonderfully made. If we believe the wrong thing, it will come to life. We'll, it will experience it. And it'll be real. I get it. You know, all the demonic and, and all the different. I get it. It's real. I understand all that. But you know what? When you stop worrying about all that stuff, you know how much it animates? It doesn't. It goes away. Because I don't believe that anymore. I believe you love me perfectly. Oh, good. Now, not, not, nothing weird's going to animate. Follow me? All right. So what are, what are you worried about? And just be honest. I think he loves you to be honest. You don't have to act like you're this man of faith or this woman of faith. Because he knows the thoughts and tents of your heart anyway is what it says. Hey, everything's laid bare to me. So just be real to me. Follow me? I think I, I honestly... Michael, you and I have talked about this recently. I go, sometimes we just want to yell at God, don't we? And I go, how'd you feel after that? He goes, I felt good. I go, then yell at him. <laughs> He's, I believe that with all my heart. It's like we're releasing this stuff in. It's like, Lord, why would you? Just, he's okay with that. He's not a high priest that doesn't understand. Follow me? So you can't, that's, that's blasphemy. That's taking the, my mother would wash my mouth with soap and slap me 10 times from the counsel I give to some of you guys. But doesn't it feel good, Michael? You love me just the same, Lord, even though I, Amen, bro. It's hard to do sometimes with us, but he still does. Amen? Amen. And he loves you perfectly, man. He loves us perfectly despite us. And I believe that is the million times more powerful than anything. Love is a million times more powerful than anything. It never fails. It always works. Hallelujah. Am I perfect? No. Not even close. That's why I need, Lord, you need to fix that part of my heart, man. Amen? And here's what's fascinating you know, talking to Dr. Ben and all these different things, he goes, it's really hard for us to believe that us doing less, you business guys, this is huge, you'll get a million times more results by believing he just loves you and is going to bless you despite you versus you grinding it out. It's awesome to me. I go, God, Lord, you're such a good, good father. Now, I believe that when you really believe that, it, it produces a will in you where you actually enjoy it. It's not this... Uh, because we hear all this medicine, these type A personalities, there's drivers, etc. Yeah, if they're driving it out of willpower, they're going to get angry and go, I wish that could stop someday. But I can't stop because I'm worried about my money going away. That's when you know it's willpower. Follow me? Where if you go, you know what, Lord, I believe you're going you're gonna to bless whatever I put my hand to because you love me. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed according to the riches of his glory. And how much is that? It's unlimited. So the more I can put that in my heart, and I go, you know what? I can do this out of love. I can just, I'm going to just go serve people with my business. Man, I'll get, I'll get a million results. Now, do I have goals? Yeah, but I, what he talks about in the book is he goes, you got to keep those with a loose hand. I believe that. And I remember this, it, just different things. I could tell when, when you and I got it, to be honest with you, because we would, we would go do business meetings, et cetera. I remember one particular meeting, I bought plane tickets, uh, uh, had all kinds of meetings set up, you know, hotels, etc. I spent a lot of money. Does that make sense? And nothing happened. So I get home. She goes, what happened? I go, man, I'm blessed. He'll, he'll supernaturally provide, man. I, I just know. 
And I, I could tell when we shifted from, I've got this business goal, to we're just going to live right now and love people, our business exploded. Because love is a million times more powerful. I believe that with all my heart, man. Follow me? That's what I want, because success and health is a spiritual thing, and everything's out of the heart. Does that help you guys? So how he does it is simply this, and I'm just going to ask you to do it. Just be honest with him. Hey, what are you afraid of the most? And, uh, oh, actually, I, I forgot to even give you testimonies. People are giving me testimonies on my phone. And, you know, one of, these, one of my friends, he's like, man, I've had these, these fears of anxiousness and lack come over me. And I watched the service and said, Lord, just heal that part of my heart. He goes, I, got, I feel so secure and peaceful right now. Now that'll produce. Follow me? So whatever it is, here's how he does it. You know what? He goes, listen. He goes, ask the Lord to heal whatever, whatever is causing you. Whatever is causing you to worry, whatever is causing your physical ailment, etc. Most of you guys don't even know what it is because it's a heart issue that we can't figure out. Follow me? We do the things we don't want to do. We believe something wrong about ourselves. So anyway, it's, Lord, it's simply this. Holy Spirit, I believe you love me perfectly. And you can just do it yourself. Father, we just love you. We praise you. You're so awesome. It says you are a critiquer and a discerner of our hearts. Everything's laid bare to you. So we can just be honest with you that you're unconditional love of a good father. We can come to you with all of our junk and our nonsense and go, just fix me, heal me. It's not me trying to have enough faith, build enough, work enough. It, it'll just re- result in anger. So Father, we thank you that you, whatever's causing these physical ailments in all of us, whatever's causing us to worry, to be anxious, we just ask that you heal it. Feel it with your love because that's the ultimate power. It's the power of God unto salvation. Show us how much you love us in that area of our, Lord, of our life, Lord. We just thank you for that. Father, we thank you that we get supernatural results from that. We just cast it to you. We give it to you. And your shalom, the fact that everything's true about Jesus is true about us, let that guard our hearts and our minds. And then we think on these things. Father, we just think that we think on things that are lovely. We think things that are pure. We use our imagination to just see you and how good you are to us. And we just thank you for that. So we thank you for supernatural results in their health, Lord, because your love, let your love flow through every part of their spirit, soul, and body, Lord. We just thank you for that. You know the thoughts and intents of their heart. Whatever they're asking you for, you freely give it. So we just thank you for that. Father, if there's these business guys, just let them see that you will produce the willpower. It's not them have to do it. They don't have to set some massive goal. You'll do it, and you'll do exceedingly abundantly beyond what they can even think or ask. That's how much you love them. So Father, anything, health issues, we thank you that you supernaturally heal them. Relationship issues, show them how much you love them. And then they can just love others freely. We just thank you for all those promises. We thank you for supernatural results in their health. We thank you for supernatural results in their businesses. We thank you for supernatural results in your careers. Because as our heart and soul is healed, Lord, he says everything else in our our life multiplies. Your grace and your supernatural favor and your mercy, your peace, everything multiplies in our lives. And we just say thank you that that's what you think of us. In Jesus' magnificent name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Amen.